Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, one half of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, sitting here with the Mr. Chat GPT user for brainstorming <laughs> and multiple things. We got Ryan Chavez. How you doing, buddy? Well, we just, hey, man. Well, we just had a nice conversation about the benefits and pros and cons of Chat GPT. If y'all are wondering why, that may have been coming up in the intro, but. Yeah, it's going to be a hot topic in the future, but the hot topic today is different, I think, than ChatGPT. It's going to be about staying high, okay? That's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> now, in a more medical sense, in a much nicer medical sense, I should say, it's about keeping your tolerance low, right? This is a topic that I am very excited about. This is a topic that we typically uh, we like talking about a few times a year because I, I think a few times a year is when you have to reset your tolerance, right? So. I recently went through this again. I always find it starts creeping up. I think it's just kind of the nature of the beast, um, unless you have a super, super strict schedule. But, uh, you know, I I find that we don't, you know, and when you don't have a strict schedule, things start yo-yoing a little bit um, in your life and you start utilizing uh, different strains, different THC levels, you know, to, to cope with that a lot of the times. So that may take you a little off course and all you have to do is recalibrate. And in my opinion, that's what a tolerance break can help you do. So make sure you guys are sharing this with your loved ones. Uh, anybody, anybody, anyone that you think may be, you know, helped by this content. I think there's a ton of people out there that just can't really get high anymore from oh, yeah. a, a five or 10 milligram gummy, you know, and, and I, I don't, I hear you, right? Like there's, that happens, but let's, let's get back to like, you know, I think the whole purpose Sure, like take a hundred milligram gummy and go nuts. I mean, that's awesome. But, but like, isn't it great to be able to be affected by a ten milligram gummy? Just like how it's great to be what people call a cheap date and you know get buzzed off of one drink or something, right? Like, and and the reason people say that is because of the effectiveness of you know of the experience of the richness of the experience, I guess, of what you're looking for. And I think that's that's what we're talking about here is we're keeping your tolerance at a level where cannabis is always going to be effective for you. So again, if you guys think this is helpful, make sure you share it. We love it when you guys do. Make sure you like us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you guys are listening to us. That is always, always helpful to help our our content get to the top of the charts so more people can be positively affected by uh, by cannabis. So that's why we do what we do, guys. So Jack, I guess overall, I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this topic? I have a lot. You know, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm starting to meet a lot of people that really have high tolerance to THC. Yeah, I met a couple people. One person, you know, they they smoke a lot of uh, J's, and typically, like, and I offer, I do my uh my matter gummies, like the one to one, ten milligram, five CBD, five THC, and a couple of times I got turned down because they're like, I I would need that whole bag to make me feel anything. <laughs> Uh, and it's just there and there's uh, it happened again a coworker i mean it's great i love you know i i love how people are using it and and making it you know a great resource i think that um but when you get to that level it gets it gets a little hard to get you know the effects you want um so i think it's good mm-hmm. to have a little tolerance break to just uh help reset speaking of that i get uh, in australia it's you're not allowed to consume it Mm -hmm. and you can't buy it it's real hard to find australia new zealand so i straight up just didn't use anything for like two and a half weeks um yeah my little tolerance break 
<laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like you have to do it, right? Work. So it's, it's it works. Yeah, I'm back and to now and one to ones feel great. <laughs> Is it, but that's what it's all about, right? It's it's all about getting to a place where the medicine that we because per- cannabis is pricey, mm-hmm. it, it's not cheap, you know. So and I mean, we, I hope it gets cheaper, and it should, so more people can have access to it. Um, right. But it's not. So if you can, you know, figure out a way to just stretch your stash, which is what we try and do here a lot in the show. Um, I, I think that's really what the goal is for all of this. So, um. You know, I, I'd say, you know, if, if you're in that place where we're talking about where, you know, you, you, your normal dosage isn't doing what you typically want it to do for you, mm-hmm. then this is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about why that happens and then maybe some things we can be looking at to possibly change that. Um, as, you know, Jack just mentioned, one thing you can do is just travel to Australia for a few weeks and have a honeymoon there and <laughs> you, will, <laughs> you will not be utilizing cannabis for a few weeks and, and that'll do the trick uh, for sure. So. Yeah. I think um, you know this topic is important overall because it just it it just will ex- affect your experience with cannabis, and it can lead to increased use and dependence if you don't get a handle on it. Similar to what we were talking about, where you know the, the ten milligram THC isn't doing it now, twenty five milligrams doesn't really do it now, fifty doesn't do it now, hundred doesn't do it right. So. Um, you're always looking for something, you know, I think stronger and stronger when you're in that position. And and I think that is where it can lead into something that is, is just not what, what we want, right? It's, it's um not ideal to lead into a situation like that, where you're late, you know, possibly utilizing something that is very much not healthy for you just because it has a stronger effect. So tolerance. So, so what is it? Why does it happen? So tolerance is actually defined as needing more of something to feel the same way as before. That's all it is. So in a nutshell, tolerance is when 10 milligrams, five milligrams used to do the trick, two two and a half milligrams used to do the trick, right? Now five, and then you need 10 milligrams to feel the same way, then you need 20, right? And then it it develops as a result of the body adapting to the presence of a substance. So this this can be cannabis, it could be your medication. A lot of times you see this in addictive... um, in controlled substances that are given out, uh, opioids, right? Like that whole issue that we have is all of this. The tolerance increase is nuts um, that happens there. And that's why there's the issue. So uh, when your body starts adapting to the presence of that substance, um, such as THC, that's when you're going to start having that issue. And so um, this is going to differ from dependence or addiction. Uh, tolerance is a physiological response. Well, dependence and addiction involve typically behavioral and psychological components as well. So tolerance usually doesn't involve that. You, you just, you know, you just keep kind of going up the ladder, but that's all that really happens as far as what you're using. You're not changing mentally or, or physically a lot of the times either. It's just, you're using more, right? And then you make it to a point where it's just, you can't really find what amount it is that you need to, to get you the relief that you're looking for. So when we're talking about, I think, what kind of getting into like the science of tolerance, right? What is it? And we'll kind of get into the mechanisms here. And the two main ones that you may hear when you hear about tolerance is upregulation and downregulation. So downregulation, to give you an idea, is when we have something uh, too much, our, our body gets used to it and it starts to ignore it, essentially. So this means that we need more of that substance to feel the same way that we did before. So that's down regulation when we have too much of it. So that can happen when you have 
too much THC, your body starts ignoring any more amount that you start putting into your body because it's like, no, I don't, I don't need this. Your receptors are just flooded with it, right? Upregulation is the opposite. It's when we don't have something for a long time. So when we don't have THC for a while, our body gets really, really excited when we finally get it again. So this means that we don't need as much of that substance to feel the same way that we did before. So that's upregulation. So this this means with your um, when you downregulate your CB1 receptors, um, the upregulation after that with a THC, uh, that actually like you start to feel that pretty quickly. So first your your CB1 receptors are completely flooded with a THC, and then after that you have the upregulation process. So that's downregulation. Then you have upregulation where you you take a bit and don't utilize THC. Then you start to feel those effects as though you know you did the first time, right? So so there's a mechanism that goes into that where it's essentially just your CB1 receptors uh, just reacclimating to seeing the substance again and getting excited, and then you feel that excitement, which is great. <laughs> so. Um, changes in the neurotransmitters in the endocannabinoid system can also contribute to the development of tolerance. And so um, that's something that happens as well. So like if you have, you know, any of those changes, then your tolerance can change also. Uh, tea breaks, um, taking a, a tolerance break can help reduce the tolerance for sure. And that's what we're going to talk about. There's other ways that we can reduce the tolerance, but tolerance breaks is what you're going to hear the most. And there is one study that I was reading. There's a ton of studies that I found, and I, I'm going to link them all to the show. But uh, one of the studies found that taking a break from cannabis use just for 48 hours can significantly reduce tolerance to, mm-hmm. uh, to THC. Um, typically, uh, not the physiological effects, but um, a lot of the other effects you're, you're, you're going to see reduced. But it's, it's something actually that I've directly notice myself 48 hours or less is all that I really need to to take a break from cannabis and I start feeling those effects pretty quickly. Uh, there's going to be several other factors that may affect your tolerance. So there's going to be, you know, different people are going to have different tolerances and there's going to be different reasons why. And, and some of those factors can be your genetics. Some people mm-hmm. just genetically are more inclined to to feel a substance more than others. Age tape makes a big difference if you're older or younger, right? Um, and the frequency of use, obviously. And then different strains and methods of consumption can have, uh, you know, different effects as well. So if you're, you know, I would say even not even just different strains, but some strains have way more psychoactive effects, which may affect you differently. Some strains do have psychoactive effects, but you may use them a lot. And so you kind of get accustomed to that feeling. So just switching to another strain can help you kind of pop open and and kind of feel the effects differently, right? And then I think methods of consumption make a difference too. So I find that, you know, for example, vaping um, is better because you feel it faster and it's a sharper experience. And so I, I just kind of feel the effects a little faster and, 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 and they're, they're gone faster for that reason as well. And I do find that my tolerance stays afloat a little better just because it's not, in my opinion, getting flooded by high levels of THC in my, you know, endocannabinoid system for hours at a time. So I don't know, Jack, like, are any of those things ringing true to you as far as like tolerance goes? I mean, is this stuff that like makes sense as far as your experience goes as well? 
Yeah, so it's like anything. I feel like you you start doing something so much, you just your body just naturally. I mean, you're talking the science part of it, but it just naturally develops yeah. that immunity. And then if you don't do it, then boom, it uh it reduces that immunity to the point where like you know you're you, you're more leveled out. I guess like you know it's like, it's like yeah. any a lot of things are similar. I feel like not just cannabis, but I mean, obviously different science to it. Yeah. And I think when you talk about the effects of tolerance, like the, the, I think the biggest effect is, um, well, twofold. First, it's the medical effect, the lack of efficacy that you start getting from cannabis. That's the biggest impact. I think that higher tolerance has is that you start feeling that lack of, of benefit. And then you start thinking that cannabis no longer, no longer quote unquote works for you. Right. And I think that's where, like I kind of mentioned before, people start trickling into other areas of use where they're going to start looking at different ways that, you know, they can, they can get pain relief or they can become more present. And sometimes it's not the worst thing. Sometimes, you know, you do start going into areas of drug use that, you know, that are more dangerous, much more dangerous than cannabis for sure. So right. I think it, it's important to know that tolerance is not a, like Tolerance is not something that stays forever. It's something that is, is, you know, impermanent and it's going to go away. It's going to change as long as you change. You just have to know that you, you got to suck it up for a few days without high levels of THC. And honestly, I like the process for sure. When I do that, I feel a lot better always. 100%. Um, and, yeah. And, and looking at like one of the ways that, you know, just kind of softening, I think the blow of tolerance breaks is for a lot of people it's, it's, you know, well, just cold Turkey, you know, like I'm, I'm going to stop taking using cannabis altogether, cold Turkey. And that is certainly something you can do. And that's something you did when you went to Australia for some people, that is not something that is an option because they really do rely on cannabis to manage very, very severe symptoms. So if possible, you know, I, I, and a lot of times I find that a lot of these people don't utilize CBD. That's where I say, just switch it up, you know, like for a few days, just only focus on CBD for the most part and, you know, like kind of shy away from the THC. That way you're getting some medical effects still from cannabis that you need. And you're not totally, you know, like taking the, the medicinal part of the plant away from your body or allowing that part to stay. And THC is medicinal in its own way, but not if you're overdoing it, then it just kind of becomes too much, right? And it just isn't worth it at that point to even keep doing it. So you got to kind of purge yourself. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. And and there was a study in 2018 uh, that I was reading um, that I will post. Uh, it's like what is it? It's from PubMed, and it did show that um, combining both CBD and THC reduces the development of tolerance. It did that in mice. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, I would even say like, if you're going to combine the two, like stay at a higher CBD level, just simply because if, if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you add higher levels of THC, if you need to do it, but if you don't need to, if you think you're doing just fine for the day with a high level of CBD, very, very low level of THC, then stick with that. Right. Like, cause that's gonna, you know, get you going a lot further than it would otherwise. So, right. um, so I think the other question is when we talk about tolerance breaks in general, right? Like the, the, a lot of people will say, well, how long should I actually take a break for? 
So I will also add a study on this as well, um, that there was a review that suggested uh, about two to three days is really what you need to readjust your tolerance. Now, if you want to go longer than that, it's absolutely going to help. And I've even heard to completely purge, you know, like to help you get back to 100% baseline, 30 days is a really good time frame to not be utilizing cannabis yeah. to get the THC out of your system if that's what you're looking to do. It's um, like in your body fat and, and all these places. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense to, you know, yeah. get it out, break all that stuff down. Yeah. yeah. So, so two to three days is how long it takes to, to typically start feeling it again. And, and, you know, I, I, I think that's for people, for people that need to get THC completely out of their system, you know, go the 30 days. Right. But if you're looking to just start feeling the sensitivities of THC again, uh, just a few days is all you really need to to take a break and utilize a different method, right? And right. besides utilizing THC, and that'll help you get back to that baseline. So um, I think once, you know, th th there's, so we talked about the tolerance break, changing strains, like I talked about before, is another way to kind of feel the difference between um kind of feel the impact of that change in cannabis use. And that's what I find. I can be using, like I said, a strain over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden, if I switch it up, like I, I'm not stopping cannabis use, I'm just using a different strain. Now I feel that effect again, kind of similar to like with different effects, it's a different strain, but I feel the effects of the high much more intensely than I did before. Uh, because just simply because it's a different strain. Yeah, it makes sense. I think, uh, yeah. So, so I think incorporating, um, changing strains, incorporating the CBD, taking a tolerance break two to three days. If you want to do that all together, I don't think it's necessary if you want to utilize, you know, CBD. Um, but if you want to do that, it's certainly something you can try. And then reducing a dosage, just if you, you know, if you take 50 milligrams of THC a hundred milligrams, try doing 50 for the day, right? Try doing, t and then try going down to 25, see how low you can go until you know you get to that point where you just can't anymore or maybe it's for some people it's dangerous to go too low of thc because they do need it for certain elements that they have ptsd or whatever it may be that they're working through and then also the consumption method i think this is really interesting because uh for a lot of people i think your tolerance is raised just simply because you get in the act of of just you know utilizing cannabis and you don't really think about it, right? Like you just kind of, it's part of your day. It's part of your routine. And so if you have a vaporizer, for example, it is way too easy to just pick that thing up and just hit it over and over and over and over, right? And if you have gummies and they taste good, you may be taking a few more than usual, right? Because you're like, eh, you know? And and so candy. that is why, yeah, it's like candy. Exactly. So I think like if, if that's, if that's a reason that maybe like for me that I say that because that's what happens with me for sure. I know when I have the vaporizer with me, I, I go plow through that damn thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But I, 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 what I do during the day is I try not to, and the way I try and kind of put a barometer on, on my speed and, and it's just my personality. And so you have to know your personality too. Like, what yeah. are you like? And that's it. And, and I, my personality is I, I will keep picking the thing up and going if I can. Yeah. And so, um, I switched to the flower and that's why I switched to vaporizing the flower. And I like the Dynavap, right? Jack 10, if you guys want to go to Dynavap again, <laughs> but yes. it's, it's uh, vaporizing the flower. Um, 
it, it does a few things. It, it kind of has a novelty to it. And it also, you taste it. You taste everything much more than you could taste. The, I mean, the oils you taste for sure. They're very rich. Oh, yeah. But there's nothing like vaporizing, real vaporization of whole flower cannabis, right? Like, yeah. it's just a really nice, chill experience. It's like a joint. Everyone likes smoking a joint if you're a yep. cannabis lover a lot of the times, right? It's like a social um, thing, too. Yeah. But for, you know, for people like smoking a joint, isn't something that you can really do during the day because it smells, it's not yeah. something your work allows. It doesn't make sense. Like to, you know, so I like vaporizing. If it's again, if, if I'm out and about vaporizing whole flower is not an option. If I'm at home, it is. Mm-hmm. And so I can consider something like that as an option, vaporizing the whole flower where, you know, it kind of slows me down. And I set the, if I can, I set the the bucket to the smaller one, the the smaller chamber I have it set up. So that way I'm using less flour every time I'm using it. Right. And additionally, I try and if I'm going through a tolerance break, what I do is I'll always utilize at least a one-to-one, but I usually will do one like nug of CBD and then one tiny little piece of THC just to get a little THC in there. Even though I know my hemp flower has it, I'm just like, eh, I like a little bit. Um, if you do that, you're talking about something. Now I'm not using, I'm not using gummies. I'm not using uh, concentrated CO2 cartridge cartridges, right? Now all of a sudden my consumption is strictly vaporizing flour and that is much less concentrated. And so my, and now I'm, I'm creating ratios that I know are going to, that I can't buy like a, like, a, I don't know, like a 20 to one. It's not easy to buy like a 10 to one ratio in a cart, right? A CO2 mm-hmm. cart, but I can do that in flour. I can make that in my home and I can vaporize it. And so, and it's much more wholesome. And so you're lowering your tolerance. You're not hitting your cannabinoid receptors so hard. You're, you're getting the, the gratification of the experience and you're slowing down, right? It's a little bit more mindful. You're building in some mindfulness into this process. And you do that for, I think the best way to do something is, is if you have, this is my opinion, if you have a like a time frame where you're just in a routine, and for me, that's the work week, Monday through Friday, I have a routine. Mm-hmm. If I can build into the routine Monday through Friday, that new tolerance, that lowers THC regimen, which is all I'm doing is grinding high CBD cannabis all week. If I just do that for the week, I add that into my routine. By the end of the week, I've lowered my tolerance. And so I, I kind of, I pretty much do that. Like that's almost become part of my routine is during the week to grind high CBD flour. I just occasionally will, you know, sometimes I travel and sometimes, you know, life gets in the way and all of a sudden you're picking up the cart more and like you're hitting that a lot more because it's just more convenient mm-hmm. to do it on the go if you need that type of relief. Um, it's it's getting back to the the basic and slowing down and saying, all right, I need to remember that the best way to use cannabis is when it's most effective. And the way it's effective is if I keep it very sensitive to my system, right? And, and the best way to do that is to just not crush your system with, with THC. So Mm-hmm. I like, um, you can take that break. People like Jack, you took the break and you came back and <laughs> the one-to-one gummies, you said, feel a lot better. I, I don't think you have to now. If you're tr- your situation, you had to, um, I don't think if you're in, you know, uh, like the U S for example, and you're in a place where you can use cannabis, I don't think you have to take a full break like that. I think you can use high CBD 
or broad spectrum CBD if you don't want any THC at all. Mm-hmm. And you can still get medical benefits from cannabis without taking that break. Right. So CBD. Um, that's, that's really, you know, I, I say if you want to cut THC out altogether, if you're that type of person, it's like, no, I got to cut it out. Then do like, you know, do broad spectrum gummies and that way you can just chew on them. And eventually what's going to happen is you're going to be like chewing on those gummies and then they're just, you're going to get bored because you're not going to get high. But then also the gummies, I think this is my experience too. The gummies will, the C- high CBD gummies will start to push you in a direction where you're not going to care about being high. Like, like they will, they will satiate you from that feeling, right? Like you're not going to want to go out and hit the THC card. You're going to be pretty satisfied. I find that CBD does that with THC. It kind of lowers my, my um, desire to want to uh, utilize high THC. It also does that with alcohol. I don't have the desire to like go pound like a bunch of shots you know, like if I'm, if I have a bunch of CBD in my system, yeah, like I just don't like if I have a bunch of CBD in my system, I'm like, ah, and if I am drinking, I'm like, I just have a few drinks, you know, and, and that's it. So I, I, you know, high CBD is, I, I would just, you know, it's boring, but that's why it works. <laughs> it keeps you from going nuts, you know, and, and that's, that's what you need. It's good for your body. Your body needs that. So, you know, for the most part, Jack, you know, I'm going to put a bunch of the um, a bunch of the the resources that I was using to kind of go through this episode and, and research it. But for me, it's just it's 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 if you can find a routine in your your month where for a few days out of the week you have a routine, and if you can implement either you know low THC like edibles of some sort, or if you can do a vape, if you guys have like a high CBD vape that you can get, that's fine. But if you could do the flour and if you can like vaporize flour in a high CBD format, that just really brings down the concentration of the cannabinoids that are going in your system. And that's just so helpful for reducing tolerance overall. So it's just, you know, it's all the whole wholesome, you know, just natural stuff that always ends up seeming to work. And it's no different here. It's no different here. So, um, well, we're going to talk about this again, uh, just as a reminder for all of you. And uh, I'm probably going to bring some experts on too at some point because that would be fun to really get into, like, like some of this the the newer research too to see, you know, what we're seeing on tolerance. And I wonder, I mean, it'd be so like we say, thirty days to completely reset and baseline. I, 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 like again, you literally can just do twenty four hours if you want of nothing, and you will feel something again. If you, but like I, I like to go a few extra days just to really, I don't know, I kind of want to clean house a little bit more, right? Like, why not? If you're in a routine, just do it. Yeah, exactly. But I think it'd be really cool. If <laughs> there's going to be a point where you know we get some research that can shorten these tea breaks and uh, allow people to not have to get up to that level of hundreds of milligrams of THC just to feel the effects. I mean. You know, that's if you can feel those effects with just five, 10 milligrams, you know, that's, that's, that'd be ideal. Keep it at that level. But that is the, that is the, the journey we're on to try and solve not me personally, but everyone else who's smarter than me <laughs> doing the research on it. <laughs> but I hope someone does it and I would love to talk to them when they do. But, uh, Jack, anything else that we want to talk about you think, or guys, follow us on Instagram. Cannabis C, we said it. Uh, follow us in the Cannabis C, the Instagram. A lot more stuff. Uh, Ryan's doing a lot more videos. Um, and then you could do uh, um, product reviews and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, or e- Gmail us. Guys, let us know. Hey, where do you get your cannabis? Do you get it recreational? Do you get it from a medical marijuana place? Let us know. 
we were curious, want to hear it, you get it online, you get it at the, the, the guy at the truck, you got a guy, maybe you got a guy that delivers to you. We want to know. It's cute. It's cool to hear these things. So yeah, thecannabisc at gmail.com, thecannabis and just the letter c at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon. We appreciate you. Thanks for uh, listening. See you guys. Peace. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi and I'm the founder and host of Cannachicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.